Welcome to the Calavici Fashion Cast. Fa la 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 la. Is that the ghost of Christmas? <laughs> I'm Claire. Joining me are my two little Christmas miracles. Come <laughs> 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 <Tell> here, <me and> Brad. <laughs> Like she uh, I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were gifted to me uh, by Santa one Chris one wintry Christmas night or something. I don't know. Uh, and joining us, we have a very special guest, the king of podcasts. Uh, <laughs> guesting is Jonathan. Hi. I didn't know I was the king. I am the I am the pope of this podcast. You are it's the Pope true. of Podcasts. That, that sounds better. Which is why I'm that's why I'm on this episode. It was called A Little Miracle, so I thought I might have to, you know, come in here, intercede, explain God's point of view, which of course I know know all about. Now when you heard Little Miracle, did you think that little quantum traveller would be involved at all? And you could I... just perform a little tiny miracle. You know, <laughs> Uh, little quantum traveler is really kind of busy. Um, that's one of the things about him is he's he's actually got a lot to do most of the time. When he sits there and looks like he's not doing anything, that is just because he's moving really, really fast. <laughs> he's the Flash. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Flash that way. Wow, nice. Um, all right, so yeah, this episode we're gonna cover is a little miracle, and it is time for sixty second summary. Oh boy! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope it's not me. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, guys, I didn't realize this episode came so soon after uh, Satan Al, um, which <laughs> kind of really amused me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Our, I think about yeah. that. All of our names are on a wheel, and Batman, Batman, Jonathan. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Uh, please take a moment, collect your thoughts. Uh, think about what happened in this episode. Why it happened. What a shitty organization the Salvation Army is to begin with. Um, what color you would like to paint your ears, Jonathan? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are Al. <laughs> whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over our ridiculously under one minute because then you would be um, a ghost of Christmas chumps. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Um, which also means you would be dead, so take that into account. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't be a living ghost. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with your mortality uh, um, in hand, you'll be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, Sam uh, jumps into a pair of underwear holding guy, uh, and then he looks up and sees the man the underwear is supposed to be on, and the man tells him that he's forgotten the talc, which, by the way, guys, that's a really good way of just keeping yourself dry down there. It is actually pretty comfy. Anyway, moving on. Uh, he is the manservant to Donald Trump Jr., uh, it turns out that he uh, he's supposed to take care of every little thing in this guy's life because he's as rich as God. Uh, which isn't really true. God's very rich. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, what else happened in this episode? So anyway, it turns out he's going to knock down the Salvation Army mission. And the worst mission captain of all time didn't do anything to get a new place. So they, uh, they try and uh, 
try and convince him to uh, change his mind by scrooging him, which means doing a Christmas carol thing. But they do it wrong, and they do a bad job, so Al has to come in and do his Ghost of Christmas Future. Somehow it all works out, and then there's a star, uh, and they all fall in love. Even Sam and Al. That's the end of the episode, guys. Because it's weird, and it didn't make sense. Alright, well, that was definitely at one minute, three seconds, but then you kept going, so... (laughs) You still lost. Uh, well, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I have to talk to God dead. about my mortality. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Guys, can uh, I say something about this episode? No, uh, not at all, Claire. That We'll be talking about something <laughs> different this week. But I thought we were on a podcast to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what it is, but I, obviously I remember this episode from watching it um, originally. But, like, when I... When I watched this recently, like, well, you know, a few years ago, and when I watched it this time, I swear this is the episode of Quantum Leap I've seen the most, because I feel like this is the one that was always on TV when me and my sister were kids, and, you know, they just played certain episodes over again, you know, so you just catch random episodes. I swear I've seen this one more than others, because when I was watching it this time, I was quoting along with entire (laughs) scenes of dialogue. Wow. (laughs) It's insane. And I I remember, like, roughly what happened, because, I mean, it's a a Christmas cow, you know, it's not got a really in-depth plot. But there was entire scenes where someone would say something, and I knew the response before it happened. And it's, I don't know why this episode is so embedded in my mind. I, I know I've never seen this one because there's always that scene of, of Al in the ghost makeup. And I was like, what the hell episode is this from? I've never seen this episode. Um, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I can wait it. for the ghost makeup. And it is uh? kooky. <laughs> <laughs> it just was like, what is happening? <laughs> All kinds of weird choices being made there. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, time for fun facts. Claire, what do you got? Oh, uh, I have... Well, that was a fun fact I just told you about my own life. So, um, you know, there was that one. Um, This guy pretty much is Donald Trump Jr., um, which did make me laugh, uh, like you were saying, John. He's he's Donald Trump. He's not Donald Trump Jr. Well, no, Donald Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump Jr. is in, he's like another Donald Trump. I don't know. Well, he's, he's, he's about the same age as Donald Trump's son, and he's got the same hairstyle, so... Yeah, that, exactly. That's why, that's why he's Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> well, he's the same age as Donald Trump, because this is 1962. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a fair point. He's just Donald Trump, guys. <laughs> Stop trying to be Donald Trump Jr. He's building Trump Tower. He's somehow even less successful. Um, like, each generation, like, just dumber and worse. <laughs> um... Not really much trivia for this episode. It says Ziggy is called a he in this episode. Okay. Um, the kiss with history is that Sam says we will never go to war against Russia. This was kind of weird hearing with what's happening in the world at the moment. Uh, in fact, um, the time is going to come when we break down all the barriers and we work with them as allies. Could happen, don't you think? And that's the kiss with history, is Sam saying that. Uh, also, Blake says intercom. Uh, I don't know how that's a kiss with history, but okay. Uh, and I think that's uh, in this episode it says Al usually wears long sleeve shirts or uh, a suit or it actually says or a suite but obviously he doesn't wear a suite because that would be weird <laughs> um, but in this episode and in Double Identity uh, he's wearing a short sleeve shirt both times they are wild and bright colours also in Double Identity he's wearing shorts and then the person who did this episode put Yamola what? Oh. <laughs> Because they're, a, I, I'm guessing it's because they're a Dean Stockwell fan because they were very excited that there's a lot of Dean in this episode. So, 
There you go. Best dress, worst dress. Well, his suit in the, uh, his shirt in this episode is officially Yamola. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like it. I've got a couple of things. So I don't know if they're really fun. One is that Melissa Scully's in this episode, <laughs> which was kind of because I kept looking at her going. Who is that? Yeah. I know that actress. And then I looked at him. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Melissa Scully!" <laughs> I didn't notice she was if she's not wearing that choker. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, I wondered. I god. wondered why I liked her so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now I know. Uh, another unfun fact: so the actor Charles Rocket, who plays Michael Blake, uh, uh, had passed away in 2005 from suicide. He, oh, did he? cut his own throat. Oh man. Whoa. Yeah, it says, was found wow. dead in a field near his Connecticut home on October 7, 2005. His throat had been cut. He was 56 years old. The state medical examiner later ruled the death a suicide. Um, That's what I'm saying! Thank you, bro! Not a suicide. <laughs> How do you cut your own throat? And so I went to the guy's Wikipedia. He, Because I had seen this guy. Like I'm like, where do I know that guy from? Oh, he's he in a billion like, things. Old, yeah, he's yeah. on like everything. He was old school like uh, SNL guy. And um, so I looked up his Wikipedia and it talked about, you know, the fact that he committed suicide or that was ruled suicide. And the police apparently found uh, nothing involved other than him committing suicide. Like, there was just nothing that they could find with, like, any kind of strange activity. I'm like, strange? He cut his own throat! Yeah, that's not, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I, I feel like... There's something else going on, and I. Really I feel like the medical to... examiner is a murderer. Yeah, like I, I want to know <laughs> but, uh, more wait, about wait, wait. this do we know... guy and everything around him. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm just gonna say, guys, do we know where Ringo Starr was? <gasps> that year? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was he in Connecticut at the time? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, find out. Uh, yeah, on Wikipedia, the police investigation determined that there was no criminal aspect to the case. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I know that he's in another episode of Quantum Leap as well. Yeah. He turns up at some other point. I've got another uh, weird little bit of trivia, which is 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 not weird for the reasons you might think, but is that <laughs> Jarrett Lennon as Tiny Boy. Uh, yeah, I was convinced that was a girl until I read it. It was Tiny Boy. I thought it was like a little girl Forval in this episode because I was like, who is this genderless urchin <laughs> I'm going to guess is a girl but no apparently it was a tiny boy nah. and the trivia is uh, he's in his 20s now and not so tiny he is 5 foot 9 and married with one child a girl he has done 31 movies and guest starred in 35 TV shows a busy young man oh. well done tiny boy for a dude That's a... I feel like 5'9 is still tiny but okay <laughs> exactly in 2005 uh, Ringo Starr released uh, the album Choose Love. Um, um, something, something, something. Uh, it failed to chart in the UK. Um, that same year, Liverpool City Council announced plans to demolish Starr's birthplace of Nine Mandarin Street, stating that it had no historical significance. <laughs> so he was wow. pissed off. Oh, he, was pissed off. he came to the States. <laughs> He's like, I'm oh. going to get away. Go to a little town in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. Also, can I just say uh, Charles Rocket's IMDb uh, pro- um, photo? Um, rocking a sweet turtleneck and yeah, jacket. Yeah, that's, that's a I turtleneck and jacket combo. Love it, love it. I what happened to him. I never knew that. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like you said, he, I mean, I don't know him from SNL, but he 
I feel like he was in everything. The main, the main sort of thing I remember him from was like he was in Dumb and Dumber, I think. Yeah. I think he was like the uh-huh. villain in that. He was a villain in lots of stuff, I feel like. Yeah, and he had he was married to like his college sweetheart and they had a kid uh. together and everything. And, uh. and then he was murdered and it was covered I up. Guess so. That's what mm. I, I mean. I just... Yeah. Death by self-inflicted neck wound? Never. Like, I don't, impossible. I, I heard something where it was like someone... Um, uh, like the cause of death was that they strangled themselves. I was like, how do you strangle yourself? Yeah. Like with your bare hands. It wasn't like hanging. I was like, <laughs> how? I don't understand. There's a lot of fucking cover-ups going on because there's no mm. way. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, you know what? <laughs> uh, John, uh, yeah. you need to... Not, not Jonathan. <laughs> uh, cop John. <laughs> You need to, like, uh, let us know how many people you've come across that have cut their own throat via yeah. and, and committed suicide that way. Because that is... Where's the stats on or that? Or strangled John? themselves. <laughs> or strangled themselves. This is insane to me. So, yeah, I had to make sure that I brought that up as a fun fact, guys. Because, oh, what fun. <laughs> all right. We're all about the fun. We're all about the fun around here. Uh, Brad, what was happening on the Save the Leap? Uh, guys, it is uh, December 24th, 1962. Uh, that's Christmas Eve for people that are into that sort of nonsense. Um, it Happy was, holidays! It was a Monday. Uh, uh, JFK's The President. Uh, um, you could see some films. You could see uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Or nice. Days of Wine and Roses. Oh, what so, is that? That's it's a film. It's a film. Also, Lawrence of Arabia. So, okay, pretty Ooh. good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Doing all right. Um, also, this was the day that Cuba released the last 1,113 participants in the Bay of Pigs invasion to the U.S. in exchange for food worth 53 million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Those people that uh, tried to invade Cuba. Cool job. Great yeah. times for America. We're always doing the right thing. We're great people. Never forget. <laughs> America, it's like the best, or something, I forget. Um, <laughs> Never forget, but I forget. Uh, it's like, look, you guys, if you're going to do shitty things, at least do them well. If you can't do both, exactly. then don't do either. Um, so, uh, uh, Claire, in the UK, uh, the big freeze begins... Uh, there are no frosty oh, nights until March. Oh, the famous March. big freeze. I've never heard of this. <laughs> Why have I never heard well, of this? Well, there was frost. Uh, there was there was not a single frost-free night until March fifth of nineteen sixty-three. Big freeze. Wow. Big freeze. Super chilly that year. <laughs> I want to live. In I can place. believe it. God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I want a big freeze in Florida somehow. <laughs> Brad, can I just say that the turtleneck that Charles Rocket is wearing on IMDb is pretty sweet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I will agree. Also, I completely forgot he was in Hocus Pocus and Dances with Wolves as well. Yeah, he was in like all the things. Yeah. He's been in everything. He committed suicide by slitting his own throat. No, he didn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, <laughs> Where's his yeah. manager? What was he doing on that day? Where's his agent? Let's go down the list. Track the money. Yeah. I do have to say, I do like the fact that he starred in a lot of space-themed things, seeing as his name's Charles Rocket. Yeah. Like, the last thing he did was called Fly Me to the Moon, but then he was also in, like, Titan AE, which is space, and he was in Star Wars, and he's in Third Rock from the Sun, and his name's Charles Rocket, and I find that amusing because I'm easily amused. Apparently he was also in X-Files, but I don't remember that episode. Three of a Kind. Three of a Kind? Do you remember that episode? Three. 
Oh, it's a lone gunman one. It's the one where there's that woman, Suzanne. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that one. He's in that. Gross. <laughs> Wait, is this the one where they died? Was it? Oh, no, I don't think no. so. Oh, okay. Was that? Wait, was Susan, was that the setup one? The one where? That's the I one think, where. Yeah. Uh, I think fresh... it's the one where they were set up. I can't even remember their names now, but uh, uh, Beardy um, fell in love with that woman, didn't he? What were their names? I can't even remember. <laughs> there's, there's, Beardy. Beardy. there's Frohickey and there's Giant Troll. <laughs> yeah, Beardy, Hair Guy, oh. and and Frohickey. I remember Frohickey. Come on. Man. Yeah. I hate that show. Byers and Langley. That was it. Yeah, it's the one where Byers fell in love with the the woman, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Enough about that nonsense. All right. Brad's um, headed up to you with your X-Files talk. All right. And uh, all right. so, Claire, have you finished reading your book yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I've been busy. I've the been interviewing. <laughs> I've been interviewing stuntmen, uh, been going to carnivals, been uh, drawing sloths. I mean, I haven't had time or inclination. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I promise I will. I've got it on my to-do list yeah, for this month. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> All Look, right. a promise from me is is a promise from You're the You're the one that started this book nonsense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to add it to my list of things to, to bring up during yeah. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know we're not going to be able to sleep unless we know how that story ends. <laughs> Don't worry. We will find out. Yeah, I'd like to sleep at some point, for sure. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is time to leap into the episode. Uh, I'm leaping. <laughs> I'm leaping. I'm leaping. I'm leaping. Uh, so um, we... Can I just say before, because I've just thought about it, what was Gushy thinking when he looked in the window of the imaging chamber and saw Al dancing around wearing this outfit with his painted ears? <laughs> Did Gushy have to paint Al's ears? Oh, I don't know. I mean, because he had to be there because he was helping him move all ar- all over the place, right? Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> He's rattling the chains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so we start off with um, Sam dressing somebody. Ugh. Why? Even if you have some kind of, like, hired help, would you have them dressing you? I, no. I don't, I don't... I don't... I don't need a grown this. man to, like, uh, put my underwear on me. That is disgusting. No. Yeah. Do you, like, do you, right. Do you, do you think there's someone where their job is to do this to Donald Trump? Because... Ugh. Ugh. To get this close to the Trump penis. Oh, <laughs> I mean, just the fact that, like, just to have this, like, weird older dude just, like, standing, like, kneeling in front of you. He's in a full suit and you're undressed. No. Gross. Yeah, no. Gross. Uh, and Sam is obviously uncomfortable with this. I mean, he just lucked into having to dress a dude like a naked person. Yeah. And not a, a hot, attractive naked person. For Sam. <laughs> Sam has a type, and it's not this guy. <laughs> right. It's, it's a pig. <laughs> like, that's his type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's any any woman or a pig. Huh. Yep. Uh, so, uh, <sighs> so we have the opening credits, and then they go into, like, uh, this guy complaining about the size of the tree. Um, I do agree that tree was way too small for that room. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also, like, we keep seeing Rockefeller Center. 
Yeah. So I'm guessing this is kind of where he lives. So yeah. he's looking out that window and seeing like the biggest tree in New York. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't want to get tree size envy. Get a big tree. <laughs> tree size envy. <laughs> I have a tremendous tree. It's huge, huge tree. <laughs> the biggest tree. Greatest tree. Oh. Also, Sam, why are you fat shaming this guy you've leapt into again? Oh, because he fat shames everyone. <laughs> yeah. He's, he does. He's. I never noticed it in the original series. But he's like, he's his issue isn't that he leapt in and is like this servant. He's like, no. like the first thing he complains about is that he's two hundred pounds. I was like, Sam, yeah. So Sam, stop being such an asshole. No. Not you know, you've leapt into Mr. Belvedere. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belvedere and Donald Trump in one episode. Wow. Oh. oh. Surprisingly as well, this is not the episode with Donald Trump in. I did think for, like, thinking back, that the episode, the Christmas Carol episode, because I knew it was in New York, was the one where Donald Trump is referenced. But it's not. But, I mean, like, this guy basically is Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this guy, we find out right away what an asshole he is, and he just is, like, ordering everyone around. I mean, granted, they are his hired help. I but feel to any- a level that it's, yeah. like, insane. But I feel like anybody that eats, like, a hard-boiled egg out of one of those weird egg cup things, you're already a monster, because that's fucking weird. But isn't that, like, a European thing? Because, like, I heard I heard on, like, some parenting forum, they have people from the UK on this forum, they think it's weird we don't eat eggs out of egg cups. What do you eat them out of? See? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Claire, is that is a, a food that you revolution. have in your hand. What? Yeah. No! Yeah, you, can just what? Pick, you can just pick that thing up. You don't need a fork or, or a spoon. Or an you, egg you, cup. But you, but, but you put it in the egg cup, and then you tack the top of it off, and then you dip your your, your yeah, soldiers into it. Like That's, more uh, slightly soft boiled eggs. Still put it on a plate. What's the problem here? No, because then it will roll all over the plate. Oh, my word. I didn't realize <laughs> I my podcast with a load of, oh, with a load of, Neanderthals. Oh, oh. Claire, oh, you're a monster. I am so glad that I can bring this up. Because <laughs> I didn't realize it was a thing either. I yes. never noticed an egg cup. But then so I ridiculous. talked to people from the UK on this parenting forum, and they think us Americans are completely insane that we don't have it's, egg cups. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, how are you... How are you going to dip your, your little toast soldiers into your egg if it's not sitting in an egg cup? Yeah! You get your egg and your toast soldiers. You get your toast and you slice it into into strips and they're your soldiers and you dip them in the egg. Oh, wow, that was more than I ever you just You just let the thing spread out across the plate and then you just oh. dip your toast on it. You just no. spread it across oh. there like you're painting, Claire. Like it's a paintbrush. Oh. No! Oh, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled at you guys. Get this nonsense out of the way. Let's just let's scramble the egg. Let's the like, <laughs> stop all this like <laughs> soft egg like nonsense. Like no. <laughs> I will say I do prefer a scrambled egg. Of course, because it's not insane like eating like an egg out of a weird cup. It's <laughs> <laughs> psychotic. But yeah, you can Google and you can buy them online. Never. This is, this no, is you like can't. Thing. No, you can't. Everyone listening, don't do it. Guys, guys, when you come to, to London, I'm going to take you out and we're going to have full English breakfast, including eggs in an egg cup. Not on my watch. I'll snatch that egg, take it right out of that cup, throw that cup to the ground. I've had a 
I've had a full English breakfast, and they never served me an egg in an egg cup, Claire. And well, I they, prob- they might not they have had. done. Uh, they might have done scrambled egg instead because it's easier and better. Well, yes. Okay. And yeah. you know what? We're delicious. <sighs> yeah. This uh, you don't know how happy this <laughs> made me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's just the craziest thing because. I just have never heard of it before, and I'm finding that people from the UK have never realized we didn't eat things at the egg cups. And I just think that's insane that I am almost 40, and this yeah. is the first time it's New coming information. up. information. Yeah. <laughs> With the power of the internet, we still didn't know this was happening. Oh. <laughs> we still learn things every day about each other and well, ourselves. I'm so glad we can finally spread the correct way to eat eggs to the UK. <laughs> Nope. You guys have got to stop doing it wrong. I'll, I'll repeat uh, what you said, Brad, not on my watch. Hmm, we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, we, we shall s- resist. <laughs> Alright, so after we get over the weird egg cup thing, <laughs> we see... <laughs> we see <But> Al... We... <laughs> we're trying to move past, we're trying to move past. Uh, we're trying I just want to say something else, okay, to do with egg cups, alright, to do with eggs. <laughs> this is a Calabucci egg watch. Okay, so it always freaked me out that in the movie Angel Heart, Robert De Niro was eating hard-boiled eggs with his hands. I was always freaked out by that. I was like, dude, just get an egg cup. I know you're the devil, spoiler, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you have to be a food monster. You can use an egg cup. No, no, Claire, if you use an egg cup, he would be a food monster. That's why you can't do it, Claire. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. Does <laughs> <Because> you. <laughs> All right, guys, let's not let the egg cup split this podcast apart. Can I now talk about Al's shirt when he his, appears? His, the most has, 80s, whoa. 80s shirt ever. Has he, has he basically printed a screenshot of the credits of Saved by the Bell and put it onto the fabric? Because <laughs> that's what it looks like. Seriously. It is so insane. <laughs> he might as well be wearing like a swatch watch with it. It's so crazy. I don't. This doesn't make any sense. And he tries to blame it on the fact that it's July and his timeline. That's not Christmas. I'm like, no, you still shouldn't wear that yeah. shirt. Is it? <laughs> it's July of 1996. Um, so stop wearing that shirt. Yeah. Not okay. Um, you know also- what I was wearing in July, like 1996. I think. No, probably that's a bit late. I would have been wearing Ninja, Ninja Turtles t-shirt, you know, just before that. Why can't you be wearing that, Al? That'd be fun. Um, Ninja uh, Turtles at the height of their power. When when we see uh, when we see Sam uh, look in the mirror, um, he's apparently leaped leapt into Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Where's your brother, Sam? Where's your brother? <laughs> um. So at this point, uh, Ziggy is having problems trying to figure out what Sam is actually there for because they can't find a lot of information on Michael Blake. They can't find this when is, a lot of When is Ziggy not having problems? <laughs> like, How can they not find information about a successful businessman that opened yes. up like a giant tower? Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not like he changed his name. It was like that dissimilar to what he changed it to. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's not doing a full, fucking Don Draper. Like, there's not like yeah. some like long con like identity theft issue. Yeah, and research is really pretty. I mean, journalists do it all the time. Somewhere there has to be a profile of 
yeah. the most successful uh, successful guy in New York at that moment. Born Michael Blakowski. I mean, it's going to be right there, the lead of the story. Yeah. So uh, now the Salvation Army is involved. Oof. They're, like, downstairs. Um, Michael Blake is telling Sam, like, hey, get rid of the Salvation Army. Sam doesn't know how to do that. I don't know how Sam doesn't know how to get rid of somebody and just say, hey, he's not here or he's gone, which he ends up telling Sam, like, just tell them these things. I, yeah, that's, like, real basic. Real basic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he does not. And but Sam has played, like, like, hired help before, you know? Yeah. Like, but it seems like he has no idea how to play this. No. And you can't tell me Sam also does not have some form of hired help himself. <laughs> like, even if it's just, like, a secretary or something, like, yeah. that he said, I'm too busy, I can't take that call. Get rid of them. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. What do you think that's Carnegie, Carnegie Hall again? Oh, I'm too yeah. busy. Oh. <laughs> um, so the Salvation Army people, like, march right on up to his place, I guess? Yeah. Which, and, like, oh. through the elevator to his, like, front door. <laughs> I don't know. Because it was all of a sudden, I looked down, I looked up, and the Salvation people were, like, right there. Yeah, they they do. Like, you would think that there would be, like, some special key card to, you know, yeah. using the lift to get up to the yeah. penthouse or something, but I don't know. Well, it's 1962, so yeah. I, I'm guessing it's just the doorman who uh, apparently got bum-rushed by the fucking assholes from the Salvation <laughs> Army, which is the shittiest organization. <laughs> Guys, make sure you do not give money to those fucking assholes. Yeah. They're monsters. Like, they take advantage of people in bad situations. Um, I would highly recommend, um, if you're not on Twitter, you should follow uh, Milk and Muffins. Um, she's a, a transgendered woman that was uh, recently kicked out of a homeless shelter uh, by the Salvation Army for complaining about how fucking shitty they were. So, wow. um, check that out. Um, it's a terrible organization. They do terrible things. Um, and fuck them. Yeah. There's lots of other good organizations you can give money to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, I knew somebody who was like one of their bell ringers one mm -hmm. year, like in front of the the grocery store. Yeah, and got paid basically nothing for standing out there for weeks and yeah. <laughs> like just nothing. Yeah, and it's all a religious organization as well, and they yeah. also like force religion on people that are like in terrible situations. Like, hey, if you're gonna like help people, help people. Yeah, don't like mm -hmm. um, use it as a as a means to like. Um, infect them with your religious nonsense. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, because if they take your religion or not, that's on up to them. Like, yeah. just, you can't withhold yeah. <laughs> helping you, them. How about you just like help them, and then maybe they'll be like, "Wow, these are great people." Yeah. Maybe exactly. I'll start believing the same thing they do for yeah. no reason whatsoever. But hey, it's but an that, idea. That would be the better approach. Then it's charity sports. and not yeah. um, <laughs> fucking like holding a gun to somebody's head. Yeah. Gross. Mm. Uh, but they're yeah, that's also off. that's also God approved. That's actually the way you're supposed to do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the Pope would know. Straight from, straight from, straight from his mouth to your ears, guys. <laughs> straight, straight, like you guys, you heard it from the Pope. Come on. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're pissed off because apparently um this guy bought their building and they don't like a the fact that he bought, he bought their building a year ago and they haven't left yet. Um. Which... She says that he she hasn't been able to get a hold of him for the last eighteen months. No, a year and a half ago. Like she's had a year to... and a half to yeah. do something. What does she need to get a hold of him for? He bought the building. Get yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
<laughs> it's, it's very simple. <laughs> like, take it up with the people who sold the building. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, get mad at them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of the, maybe the, the CEOs for the Salvation Army that are taking all that bell ringer money, uh, maybe yeah. they should buy a new building and stop squatting on this dude's property. Yeah. Um, so at this point, uh, we see that um, Blake can see Al. Hmm. Can we just talk about Dean Stockwell's amazing double take when he realizes that? It was, I rewound it three times. It was so funny. The way he just <laughs> stares at Sam. Like, oh, I love Dean Stockwell in this episode. Yeah. He's just having so much fun. Um, yeah. Can I point out that uh, Melissa Scully, who, by the way, who's in charge of uh, yeah. the Salvation Army Fools, she's got a hat, but it's got like a thing that goes down around her neck, not unlike a choker. <laughs> she's wearing like a bonnet it's so weird yeah yeah like, well, part of this religion yeah. is you have to dress like an asshole apparently as well so they do dress like they're from the i mean this is what's so weird about this episode because you've got the salvation army who dress like they're from they walked out of mary poppins or something you know like <laughs> you know, over 100 years ago and then you've got this little fourville orphan later who looks like he's come out of charles dickens and it's like what what is happening well, yeah. what year I, are I, we I in i saw the little orphan i was like oh that's supposed to be like tiny tim yeah. or whatever yeah A and then you've got like um, tiny <laughs> yeah but then you've got like this guy the scrooge you know guy whatever but he's like pure 80s greed is good you know type yeah. type yeah. character so it's just kind of like what, what year is this? Like, nothing about it to me feels like it's set in the year it's set. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just very, really well, odd. With Tam's, with uh, with his weird leaping, he's causing all of the uh, timelines to collapse. Oh! <gasps> oh! I'm leaping! They're collapsing! <laughs> Another thing we never get in this episode is any kind of resolution, because there's this guy has two main little uh, um uh, toadies like there's sam and then there's this oh, other guy yeah. who he's just a real yes man but yeah. he just disappears yeah. halfway through the episode he's a real uh he's a real um rob schneider yeah that's he reminds me of yeah and he has he has no no bearing on the episode whatsoever no. like he, he does not exist for a reason you feel i feel like there's like a, a draft of this script somewhere where he's trying to thwart sam um because they're uh, Constantly jockeying to like mm-hmm. yeah, be number that would one. Make sense. But uh, clearly they just didn't have time because there's just so much nonsense in this episode. I love it so much though. Oh, it's great! <laughs> it is. is so good. <laughs> it's so kooky. I love it. <laughs> and it just the level of kookiness just keeps going up and up and up. Um, so <laughs> that kookiness to me starts in this scene where Sam decides to go through this man's closet. <laughs> Yes! To find out information about him. And then Sam becomes like the sneaky sneakerton and walks out to Al and he's like, We're gonna get him. We're gonna scrooge him. And it's like, What? Yeah, that sounds really gross. (laughs) Sam finds his info so quick as well. Like, literally, two seconds, he's like, Oh, look, that's his real name. That's all good. Uh, yeah, it is. A, it's a real economy. Like, there's some economy of scripting going on. Because, yep. like, in the first scene, the guy's like, "Hey, I, make sure you go through my closet and, and get rid of yeah. my old suits." <laughs> yeah. So now we're doing that. Um, Al's like, "Well, it's not like you're just gonna find a box with all this information." Oh, here's a box with all this information. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real Scrooge. What did you say, Scrooge? Hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> I love when Sam, he says, great. oh, you're not going to find a box of information. And then Sam, like, makes the box float, yeah. like, out of the cupboard. He's like, Woo. 
I was yeah. like, Sam, what are you doing? What's going on here? But that, to me, like, that scene right there is yeah. like, oh, this starts the cookie madness. That's going to be screwed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they, they, they're going to start with the Ghost of Christmas Pass by taking him all the way back to his old neighborhood of Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting Rick Moranis to appear and start singing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, can I just talk about one of the pieces of artwork on the wall? I think it's in the room where they get the cigar box. There's an American flag yes, on the wall the with another American, American flag, flag on the top and another American. It's Flagception. What's happening? There's three. <laughs> Why do you need three flags? Just have one. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a very weird art piece and it's so like I don't know like it doesn't it, again another thing that I'm like this doesn't seem like something that someone would have in 1962. No, do you know who would have that art piece? Is uh, John Ritter in the It miniseries in yes. his apartment? Yes, that in his wacky apartment. Like yeah, it's just kind of a yeah. weird art piece in 1962. Like it just doesn't seem like it would fit. Yeah, that that seems more uh, a Reagan era Americana yeah. than yeah. Exactly. But this seems so eighties though. Like the whole oh, yeah. thing with this character seems so eighties. Yeah, yeah. I, and maybe that's what they wanted to do. But since it's Quantum Leap, they could. But they could have. They could have gone back to the eighties. I, I like, well, I think the thing is, I think they want to make it um, a young Donald Trump. We're gonna make. See, Quantum Leap's yeah. trying to fix Donald Trump before Donald Trump becomes Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, Quantum Leap version of, of Donald Trump committed suicide um, happily in the 70s, where unfortunately in our <laughs> timeline that didn't happen. No, not at all. Oh, uh, if only. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so they're gonna... He's gonna take him on a drive. <laughs> well, first Sam disappears and then becomes his chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's now in cahoots with uh, Melissa Scully, and they're going to take this guy back to his past. So Sam leaves the pictures in the backseat for him to find, then asks all these questions, which I'm not sure why Sam didn't already know this guy's history, to, like, not ask about the guy's dad and that kind of... Yeah. uh, Because well, Ziggy can't find the information, uh, apparently. But they have his real name now. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, so, um... Anyway, they take him back to his old neighborhood, and we find out that Melissa Scully and Sam have hired children to <laughs> run through the scene, and then they both pretend as if they didn't see the children. Oh, they also hire yeah. a kid to come in and slice the tire open. Oh, yeah. That kid is yeah. the best, oh, and how yeah. this guy did not see that kid. <laughs> yeah. Under the I don't know. He's kid right runs there. right up to the tire, stab, runs away. <laughs> the guy's window. Like, I don't understand. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's just so kooky. And it was funny because, like, when I was watching it, I was like, they didn't hire these kids. This guy just already has some mental illness and it's like seeing things. <laughs> but later on we find out, no, no, they really did hire those kids. Because <laughs> even Josie was watching it going, what What are they doing? I was like, no, they, that's not real. They didn't hire those kids. Hey, Melissa Scully, if you're paying for any of this, why aren't you uh, finding a place for all these people to be as opposed to squatting in that building you don't own? <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. Um, so seeing those kids being in his old neighborhood, they decide, Blake decides he's going to take a stroll. Yeah. And, um... He's like, all of a sudden, his attitude changes, and he remembers playing stickball. 
He just starts looking around and like yeah. sees these little urchins, like little ginger kid with his sideways hat on. And we meet the craziest street vendor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. I don't know what I know this guy from, but I know him from other stuff. Oh man, I I don't even know. He's he's so kooky. So he's uh, vending and he's like talking about the old times and uh, the hand gestures he does oh, is like it's insane. Out of it's out of control. Listen, when you're selling chestnuts on the street, you gotta you gotta work it. Oh, and he's working it. Um, and then we find out that Blake's best friend. They were like Siamese twins. These two. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, died because he was fired from his job and uh, at the company that Blake bought yeah, and automated com- yeah and automated and he got wasted and uh, threw himself in front of a bus yeah you know as Oof. people do I mean he didn't slit his own throat so there's that that's true that's <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> absolutely so this is a this is a moment where I'd like to point out my usual thing about IMDb writers in my segment called Hey, IMDb writers, cut that out. <laughs> so the trivia section of uh, of IMDb has, I mean, it has trivia, and it really, it is definitely trivial. Um, but I don't understand. It has at least three things uh, in the episode. The final scene depicts Sam leaping into Philip Dumont from Quantum Leap, Sea Bride. Uh, yes, you guys, mm-hmm. I watched the episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Michael Blake... That was born as Michael Blakowski on July 14th, 1922. Thanks, guys. I watched the episode. <laughs> Charlie O'Reilly was killed when he was struck by a bus in 1958. Thanks, guys. I watched the episode. <laughs> but here's the weirdest piece of trivia in this trivia section. Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol in 1843. That's true. I'm not sure how that relates to this episode, except for this is a Christmas Carol episode, and that's definitely a piece of trivia. Yeah. Wow. But my favorite Scrooge came out in 1988. Okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. My, my favorite piece of trivia, though, is the one that tries to be a little too poetic. In the original history, Michael Blake filed for bankruptcy on December 24th, 1975. He committed suicide by jumping off Blake Plaza on June 3rd, 1976. In a tragic case of life-imitating art, Charles Rocket, who played Blake, committed suicide on October 7, 2005 at the age of 56. Didn't, though. Didn't happen, though. By by cutting his own throat, of course. You guys, don't be poetic and actually make real trivia that's interesting. Yeah. And I can't find out by watching the episode. Yeah. 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 So weird. Also, let's stop calling that a suicide. We've, we've esta- <laughs> at this point, we've established it. This podcast has established it. It was a murder. <laughs> Case closed. I mean, look, I listened to enough true crime podcasts mm-hmm. and watched enough Investigation Discovery to know yeah. that was a murder. <laughs> that was a murder, and I've listened to enough Beatles to know that Ringo Starr did it. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Um, okay, the police to get him now. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Guys, by the time you listen to this podcast, we hope that Ringo Starr will be in custody <laughs> and finally, finally uh, facing justice for his crimes. And it will be thanks to Calavici Fashion Post. We will you know welcome. When someone creates the internet podcast database and puts that down as a piece of trivia in this episode, that would <laughs> actually crazy. be interesting. Mm hmm. 
Um, so, yeah, so his, uh, after we find out his friend died or whatever, uh, obviously Blake is upset and he's like, alright, let's get out of here. So, Sam has already ruined, um, the Ghost of Christmas I think, past. <laughs> I think it's crazy that he's never been to this area, like, since he became rich. Like, oh, why would you? When oh, he's, look at that area. Yeah, but he's, no, no it's just because he's so... He's so famous and he's in real estate and stuff. And it seems like, probably just because of the way it's filmed, like like all of New York in this episode is like a block from each other, you know? <laughs> so it just is kind of seems crazy that he's never at some point had to be around this area now, for, yeah. you know, for redevelopment or just anything, you know what I mean? But it's possible he could have been because his friend only died four years prior to this. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so I forgot about he that. could have been, but it could have been well before four right. years prior. Um, now, my question is, at this point when everything, when he gets upset, um, Sam's like, oh, I ruined it. We, I messed this up. But, like, I'm like, no, I this, is, this is what it's no. supposed to happen, right? Like, you're, right. Yeah, just realize that his actions have consequences that are bad for him. That's the whole point. You actually had the best case scenario. He's realized yeah. that his, his, yeah. uh, his uh, fucking capitalism has destroyed his friend's life, as all capitalism does. Yeah. It destroys everything. Fuck it all. Let's destroy it. Let's take down the system. Um, so, why is he... I don't understand what's... What does he want? He's I think the like, exact words he says is, I... Someone... No, because the, the vendor says, did I do something wrong? And he says, no, I did. Yeah. No. And it's like, well, what, what did you do wrong? <laughs> is, is he hoping he'll be like, oh, I had so much fun here when I was a kid. You know what? I'm gonna not... That's exactly what I'm not hoping. gonna build my building because yes. I used to have fun. Yes. You don't build a building because you're not having well, fun. Well, but, but the whole thing is not <laughs> for them to save the... the Salvation Army building. Oh, that's, that's not right. It. It's I to save his soul, Brad. Yeah, soul's on the um, Brad, 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 I've got a question. Hmm? <clears throat> What's a soul? <laughs> not a fucking clue. <laughs> if anyone knows, I, please write in. I like that Chloe had to clear her throat for that <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I also have a question, originally posed mm-hmm. by the poet Jewel, who will save your soul? Oh. Sam uh, Beckett. Yeah. I, I'm thinking not. I think it was Al. <laughs> yeah. Hey. A man with green and red ears will save your soul. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No bueno. They get out of there. Because um, the guy is just disenchanted with life again, I guess. <laughs> Back to capitalism. <laughs> yeah. But Al gets it, because Al says to Sam, no, this is good. He's pondering things, yeah. you know, he's thinking things over. Al totally gets it. He's getting wasted. <laughs> he's really getting trashed there. It's the first stop. <laughs> um, and we see the new Christmas tree that got put up. Um, I, I say that is much better than the tree they had before. <laughs> Definitely. Me too. Because, like, the guy that he said, like, hey, that Christmas tree's too small, I need a bigger one. That guy was kind of like, oh. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, well, why'd you bring that tiny tree in here? That's your own fault. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Al shows up. He's still wearing that. Does he pretty much? He pretty much he wears that same outfit the entire time, except in, until he's dressed as. Uh, oh, it's all the same. Until day. he gets yeah. the until he gets oh, the big yeah. guns out later for his amazing outfit. Yeah. Um. So now we've got to show him his present, and so Sam's gonna do that by talking him to death. <laughs> yep. I love his first thing that he's, he's he wants to do is like just take him to his building and make him touch it. Yeah, this is so yeah. weird. 
<laughs> touch it. Touch the building. All right. And uh, Sam is wagering this real dude's full year salary on this. <laughs> Super Mario is gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So the <laughs> so Blake is like all kinds of wasted. By the way, he is like practically falling over. <laughs> He's just found out I killed my best friend four years ago. Wasted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> just me. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, hmm. How long have we known Claire? <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So they Just stop me in the uh, Salvation Army, um, <laughs> and it's, no, this is not what, yeah, this is where they're singing, right? Yeah, they're singing Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. You mean one of the most famous carols out there, except that he says he hasn't heard that song in years, huh. and I'm like, I was like, you, you never watch Home Alone? What the hell? <laughs> Um, oh, also, we have that photo of him, like, in the choir, and it says, like, a uh, carol of the bells. Like, it's listening to what song he's singing in the photo. <laughs> so ridiculous. I love it. It's so good. I just like to imagine there's a photo of every song. Because <laughs> that's what you need. You need photographic evidence for every song someone sings and label it appropriately. So, uh, while he's there, they're going to eat this dessert that his mom used to make that now uh, Melissa Scully makes. And they, <laughs> they sit down and she says something like, because he goes, oh, you made this? And she goes, she sings and she cooks. It's amazing. <laughs> I was like, wow. Hey, she also squats. Jaded. She squats in a building she doesn't yeah. own. Yeah. She wears chokers. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then we have the, the Tiny Tim situation, which I was... Okay. This genderless urchin. I was so trying to work out. I was How like, is it a boy? I did not realize that was Tiny Tim, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was meant to be Tiny Tim, but I thought it was a I was convinced it was a girl. I mean... I, I mean... It could have been played by a girl, I guess. It doesn't matter. Sure. But, <laughs> but it's, it's so... just It's the, an urchin to ridiculous urchin standards. Oh, Little I sideways... Sideways that Missing teeth. Like, gee, mister. Yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, that kid insane. is gross. <laughs> that is a gross child. Yeah. And um, the kid had like massive, massive eyes, and this is like, like weird. You want like, to help that scraggly kid? black hair? Oh, the kid! Dude, it looked like a, a little yeah. miniature uh, Liza Minnelli. That's who it looked like. There you go. That's probably why I thought it was a. <laughs> 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 a tiny Tim moment when all the other kids that were previously hired <laughs> run in <laughs> to the Salvation Army and Blake realizes like what the fuck and it didn't help that Melissa Scully's eyes got like so big <laughs> yeah like, oh <laughs> we've been caught and uh sunk. yeah and so he's uh really pissed that he is emotionally being used <laughs> mm. and um yeah so they get out of there and, he would be pissed. Yeah. yeah. And I'm surprised he doesn't fire Sam on the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, so um, our little uh, tiny boy orphan kid, um, can I also point out the fact that um, um, I I'm guessing in a flashback scene in Growing Pains, he played Little Boner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who that is. <laughs> 
It's the child version of Boner. Right, little yeah. Boner. You I, play I, little I... Boner. Oh, fair enough. Um... That's, that's a fun thing to have on on your resume. I played little <laughs> Boner. Oh, oh my. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's an oh my. Um, so yeah, so they go back to, uh, Blake's place, and, uh, Blake is not happy with Sam, uh, but now well. Sam has a crazy idea, and him walking around Al, like, with his hands <laughs> in his oh. pocket, <laughs> creeps me the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's got some plans for Al. Sam is like on coke this episode. He sounds so <laughs> devious. Oh, he's a little, he's a little imp. And this is when Al says, you've got to save the man's soul or you'll never leap. I was like, well, I don't think, is that the official thing Ziggy is now saying? Yeah. Like, Because it, it was yeah. just a guess, but now it's like, no, officially, save the man's soul. Yeah. Ain't leaping otherwise. So insane. Yeah, so how, that... how do you know? How do you know if you've saved his soul? I mean, exactly. never mind the ridiculous construct of saving souls. Uh, how do you know if you've actually done it? Well, There's no then way you're to late. know. I, I suppose, but it seems well, like with Ziggy, every single thing that could have possibly happened that has a 98% chance of happening could change in an instant if some kids walk in the door. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I always don't, I don't know when they, when God says, okay, this is locked in and he's not telling me. God doesn't even also, watch the show. How can, <laughs> how can how Sam, dare God that watch the show? <laughs> how can Sam like believe in a, like a God? He's not said God, but he believes in something. He believes in souls, but he doesn't believe in the devil or hell. How how can you believe in like God and souls without believing in the devil? Because isn't the whole point of like God versus the devil like bargaining for the souls of man or whatever? I mean, I, I don't know how you believe in any of it, so... I <laughs> the, thing, I, the, yeah. thing about, uh, the thing about mythology, Claire, is you can actually pick and choose whichever parts Yeah, you that's true. Um, I just, I find it so confusing. Here's my question. How were the numbers on Ziggy changing, like, in his favor until those kids showed up? Were those kids not going to show up? Like, did an evil leaper force those kids to run in? Like, <gasps> exactly! Evil leapers! <laughs> <laughs> it was out in that previous episode. Quantum Traveler. <laughs> Quantum Traveler's hanging out in oh, that, yeah. that kitchen of the Salvation Army. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, run on in there, kids. Go on in there. <laughs> Grab yourself some treats. Do it right now. <laughs> I know a Quantum Traveler. I mean, uh-huh. those, Bye. Like, basically, this episode, we've quote-unquote saved this guy's soul by lying to him the entire episode and yep. fooling him into thinking things are real when they're not. The entire way. Every step of the Tammy, process. Tammy, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> and Sam works in extremely devious ways. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a little, he's a little stinker in this episode. He really is. Yeah. When God wants <laughs> and to... it's great. <laughs> When God wants to save a soul, sometimes he forces a man to invent time travel and uses him to go back in time and lie to someone in the 60s so that they won't use the building they bought for the purpose they bought and instead have them fall in love with a woman that work, that's squatting in a building she doesn't own and then they all lie to the guy so they fall in love... And his soul saved, and that's his plan. Oh, that's his plan. It all makes sense now. Yeah. 
Um, why do kids have, die of cancer sometimes? He's not worried about that part. <laughs> Can we also talk about the fact that his plan involves Sam saving people's souls, uh, you know, and saving people in previous episodes, but part of his plan also involves Sam murdering lots of people. <laughs> or, or stopping births. Yeah, or no-noses children. <laughs> Justice for no-noses children. Sam's basically the angel of death. I mean, come on. <laughs> So he's, he's like God's hitman. Uh, at least oh, you guys, uh, at least you explained something for me because I was really trying to figure out what she saw in uh, in Donald Trump here. Uh, and now they've explained it to Melissa Scully. It all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. She saw dollar yeah. signs. Yeah. Um, yeah so I have no, no idea what she sees in him. We're moving on because we need to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do. Scrooge McScroogey. <laughs> <laughs> was a thing? I don't know. Uh, why Why are his ears, why? It, <laughs> is it because it's Christmas and Christmas is like red and green that one of his ears oh. is painted green and one is painted red? Is that, why? I don't oh, understand. Josie's question was, why does his collar not touch a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> why has he got this hat that looks like it's made of duct tape that lights up? <laughs> Why to any of this? Did Gushy have to make this outfit? Did Tina have to? I mean, there so much time went into this costume. <laughs> it is insane. Guys, I think this is going to be my Halloween costume for this year. I kind of... <laughs> yes. Better start working right now. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> You're gonna dress like this. Alex is gonna dress like Mr. Furley from Three's Company. All of pe- people, a lot of people are making a lot of strong claims about what they're definitely gonna dress up for as Halloween this year. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. I just oh. uh, everything about it. I mean, it's great. I'm not saying oh, it's you know whatever, but I lo- it's it fills my heart with joy. This it's whole the so... whole thing when he like. Ta- like taunting like like uh, Donald Trump and he's dancing on top of the roof in front of that thing. I'm just like and he's just like <laughs> like this. I love it. It's it's oh it's great. Al looks like he's a drowning victim. Like yeah, he so looks like he's wearing yeah. a fisherman's hat yeah. or something. It's, it's so specific. <laughs> he's the uh, killer from I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so kooky. Um, I love that, you know, Blake tries to punch him and jump through him and all kinds of fun stuff. That's fun. Uh, I like mm-hmm. that Al floats. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I don't remember the lines, but apparently, like, you know, he Blake keeps <laughs> saying stuff about Al, and Al's like, all right, enough with the insults already. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's like, I know who you are. You're that schmuck from the lobby or whatever. And he's like, I'm the ghost of Christmas future. And then after every line, Al's like, whoa. Yeah. It's just (laughs) so funny. And I like that he has the change, the the chains on him. And that Blake's like, yeah, Jacob Marley was the one that wore the chains. (laughs) They they change everything just enough. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Sam playing as if he can't see Al is oh. wonderful. Oh, man. So it's, particularly when they're outside the building yeah. and 
like like Blake is like beholding the building with his arms up and Sam's just kind of holding his arms up like yeah. what are we looking at I love it so much and or, he keeps like smirking every time Blake's looking away yeah exactly when Blake is looking <laughs> away Sam is like he almost wants to bust out laughing he is just having such a good time oh. with this <laughs> um, Blake um, is in full out freak out mode like full on freak out mode sure. which makes sense because there's a really like Beetlejuice is here talking you, to you yeah. in ghost form. You got an underwater Beetlejuice. Like that's <laughs> never good. <laughs> Always a bad sign. Um, I love the the holograms that Al uses to project so he can see. Um, I love the can, sound. Can we talk about? Oh, oh, sorry. Go on, Brad. You go first. I, I love the sound when he's when he's like making the hologram. You, it really sounds like he's really like <laughs> churning. Like, like they're using up a lot of bandwidth on this. <laughs> it's great. Can we talk about when he shows like the the hologram, the news, or whatever of yeah. Blake being arrested? Blake's old man wig is <laughs> insane. <laughs> Oh. It looks like a dead cat on his head, like just this gray thing thrown on his head. They're like, oh yeah, that'll make him look old. So I have a question. So was that like the original footage, basically, or the original timeline footage, I guess, I was supposed assume. to be? Yeah. Or they just that's... made it up and they're lying. Well, that that's what I'm wondering, because I'm like, that is insane if it's the original footage, because then it like shows how, how, they, how much they can change these timelines. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. And so just, like, we know that Al ends up, like Sam, kind of remembering two sets of timelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does Gushy see that, too? Because then Gushy would have had to be helping project this original news footage. I yeah. mean, yeah. So how many people know about these multiple timelines? See, in, in, the only way I can imagine to, to make sense to myself is that... Sam and Al know because their minds are connected and they're going through this. I think Sam, because he's experiencing yeah. it, he knows them all. And Al, because he's connected to, to Sam, Sam's yeah. mind. Yeah. But for everybody else, like, they, nothing's it just happening. Wipes out. Yeah. Okay. It's just like... Can we, can we say about the fact that Blake can see Al is because his... What was it? His brain waves are on a similar frequency yes. to Sam's? Yeah. So um, But also, I... All I was thinking, and all I think in this scene where Al is dancing around on that roof in this costume going, yeah. like this, he's doing that in the imaging chamber. And I just think to myself, I would love it if this is like the one day that like, you know, the government people that fund oh. the Quantum Leap Project, they come by to see how their money's being spent and they look in the imaging chamber and they're like, the hell? There's just Al, Admiral <laughs> Al Calabici, dressed like this, dancing around. They're like, he's lost his mind. And again, oh, for I all of them, it. it's like nothing's ever been accomplished. Um, yeah. yes. Sam Beckett's been missing for years now. Um, and this lunatic just dancing around. <laughs> uh. No, no, Senator, you don't understand. Uh, we had to Scrooge this guy. He was, uh, he was a real Donald Trump, and we just had to... You, you get it, right? Um, uh, I would just love to see a lot of these episodes from the point of view of of like, the project, you know, yeah. what they can see. It would be I so wanna, good. The intern. I want to see um, the episode yes. about the, uh, the Project Quantum Leap intern crew. Yeah. Um, and, and then we get uh, Al sitting on Blake's uh, gravestone. I love it. I love the way he's just like legs crossed, just kind of sprawled out mm-hmm. over the dude's gravestone. It's... Okay, is is this a gravestone they're also projecting? If so, how is Al sitting no, on it? I think if they not... made a 
prop. Yeah. I think they made they a went prop. They ordered a gravestone made. Like Sam went and ordered a gravestone for his boss. Uh, this is this is what the interns do. They make yeah. they make props. Wow. Because then the gravestone disappears. So where does it no, disappear to? No, 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 no. I'm not that Sam did it. That Al has it with him in the imaging chamber. Yeah. Oh. I thought like Which Sam when I ordered it from no. some funeral <laughs> shop. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, Blake has a meltdown and is like, all right, I I give up on my life, I guess. <laughs> and um, then we see the star appear out of the sky. Really? Yep. And then he gets abducted by aliens. And I don't care what Al says. Al projected that goddamn star. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to so stop dumb. messing with us. That's so dumb. <laughs> Like, hey, um, okay, alright, God, if you can, like, make, like, stars appearance again, why do you have to do this complicated quantum leap plot? Exactly. Like, stop wasting everyone's time, you asshole. Just, like, fix shit. (laughs) Oh, one of the other things I loved, um, sorry, in the bit where Al is doing his wacky act is um, Sam, you know, like, when he's saying, like, to Blake that he gets nothing, he gets nutty. Oh, yeah. Zip. I love that Sam is mouthing the words behind him. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I love that he, like, wrote this speech and gave it to Al, and he's like, yeah, 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 say this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he walks into the uh, Salvation Army place, and we find out that him and Melissa Scully got married six months later. He did build the building, but then he put a Salvation Army place at the first floor. So I guess she still has to work, even though he's like so rich. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So until um, she gets murdered by um, Krychek, yeah. whoever murdered her, I can't even remember. Uh, an American hero murdered her. <laughs> oh, yes, I would. <laughs> so. Uh, so- so then uh, Sam is able to leap out and... He... As it snows, it starts to snow as... as oh, yeah. Slow, right. In slow motion. Yeah. Slow motion snow. Um, he leaps back into the wedding where he was tortured uh, on that boat. And then we have the ending credits where we get a voiceover of Sam and Al going, Merry Christmas to all, or whatever it's they say. so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Such a kooky episode. I love they were it. they were talking to you, Brad. They were talking to you. Oh. Merry Christmas, little Brad in Tennessee. Oh, gee, thanks, guys. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't see this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah. the Iron Man to come and pick me up. <laughs> so that was uh, the episode. A little miracle. Best dressed, worst dressed. Yeah. Uh, can we have best dressed for for Al for his wacky outfit? <laughs> He put in so much effort into it, or the intern did. <sighs> Melissa Scully was wearing a cape at one point. <laughs> I really, really I do, liked I that. do like the cape. I do appreciate a cape. Um, listen, Salvation Army uniforms are like one step from Nazi uniforms. <laughs> With capes. <laughs> but, but Brad, she had a cape. But <laughs> a cape, Brad. Gross. Gross. Uh, was there any other I, fashions in the set? Oh, wait. Little full orphan fashions. I mean, eh. yeah. Um, I would say Al's shirt is probably worse dress. That shirt yeah. is blinding. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. 
Um, can we just decide that the intern that works at Project Quantum Leap is called Doug? Doug the intern. Uh, okay. Sure. And Doug, right, cool. Doug I... did a lot of work. But you, they, there were so many nice suits in this episode, too. Yeah. Um, what about um, was... um, when, when they're out um, taking him back to his past? Yeah. And he's wearing like the coat and he's got the cool scarf. Oh, yeah. Scarf. That is a cool scarf. Oh, yeah. That was quite cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to go with that. Because <laughs> as much as, as hard as Doug worked... It was too kooky of an outfit oh, to be yeah. the best dressed outfit. <laughs> you wouldn't wear that out and about on the street, Tammy? What are you saying? Not with... No. I don't think it'd go with my belt from last week. <laughs> <laughs> my belt goes with everything. <laughs> it goes with a, with a biker gang. <laughs> Alright, who won and who lost? Uh, I think uh, maybe um, D- uh, Donald Trump won, as in, like, the guy... I can't remember his name in there. Blake. Yeah. Because he's not going to die. Um, he gets to marry Melissa Scully, which some people would be happy about, I guess. Sure. Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy um, life that would be. And he still gets to build his building as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's really no consequences yeah. for this guy. Nah, yeah. Except his friend died four years ago. <laughs> but that happened regardless, so. Yeah. And now hey, at least he hey knows God. About Maybe, um, get on this a little sooner, asshole. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. so, he, so he won, then. Uh, who lost this episode? <sighs> I, well, maybe he the... hasn't completely changed, and he's still going to take a, um, a year of, of Sam's wages, of Mario, <laughs> Super Mario's wages. Well, that I, was guy thinking, I was thinking the other guy who was like oh, yeah. trying to be his employee, like the number one employee, but we just never heard from him again. Yeah. Oh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. yeah. He lost. Rob, Schne- Rob Schneider, like, apparently went to celebrate the holidays and is going to come back to an entirely new situation. Yeah. I think he lost. Yeah, probably. I thought that guy seemed like Sean Astin. Uh, oh, was, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just have maybe I just have Sean Astin on the brain because apparently he was uh, at, at my dance on Thursday. Oh, wow! Was he? Yeah, that was a wacky story. I'll tell you that later. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Time for feedback. We have one piece of feedback. I know Michael David's going to talk about what a creep Al was following the maid around in this episode. Yeah. Was so so quick. For oh, Al. I, I forgot about the maid. Um. Last case uh, call for best dress. <laughs> No, I like that term. Yeah. Because right, made. It's pretty bad. Hello, Uh Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> Happy New Year coming <laughs> up. Uh, so my feedback for A Little Miracle. I am uh, still in Orlando. Mm-hmm. May or may not have seen some of you guys. Uh, I have no idea. It's two weeks in the past. I'm, I'm quantum leaping here. That's what I'm doing. Quantum leaping with this <laughs> feedback. Uh, so, uh... To ruin the Christmas spirit, uh, something occurred to me this episode. Do we think Al uh, masturbates when he's peeing in on these women? Oh, uh, is that what he's doing? Can you do that as a hologram? Is he doing it back in the pa- in the future? Like, what what's he doing when he? Uh, oh. So we had a straight up uh, Dickens situation going on here, and uh, Al s- saved the day until Jesus came and put the star above the door, and then saved Al and Sam and made them happy again. So, uh, yeah, not much uh, to really talk about this one. It's, you know, pretty much straight up Dickens. Uh, actually, Al's acting um, was more subdued <laughs> as the ghost of Christmas future than it was as the devil, uh, which I'm still going to claim that Al was 
really the devil and it wasn't the devil that was there because Al, we know, is a compulsive liar so he just lied to Sam and pretended he was <laughs> not the devil and just lied about the whole thing because he lies about everything so we're, we're going to go with that alright, that's, uh, that's all I got on this one you know, good old, good good Christmas I'm in a Christmas spirit now going to go Christmas shopping going to put on some cocoa it's very chilly out here it's like, uh, I don't know, 93, 94 it's like freezing it's Christmas in Florida, guys goodbye Thank you, Michael. I will say uh, that two things about that. One, I think it's not Calaviciers, it's Calaviciers. Uh, oh, I like that. And then uh, God says that uh, he works in mysterious ways and the devil is the prince of lies. So he's not saying that Michael David's theory is true. He's just saying random things to me at times that don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, something I forgot to point out, um, when we see the news broadcast, yeah. um, uh, a guy trying to interview him, there's a real, there's a real mustache man <laughs> <laughs> that's over here trying to, uh, in the news footage. So. Yeah. There's also a guy in the choir when they walk in, the Salvation Army, who looks like, like, like he was from the, the Scott Bakula gene pool. He's got the Bakula eyebrows going on. So I'm going to predict he's like a bacula cousin or something. He might be, like he was visiting for the week and they're like, hey, we got a part for you. Yeah. It's like that episode of X-Files where I was like, there's a Duchovny vibe coming from this guy. And then we found out he's a secret Duchovny. <laughs> secret Duchovny. That's frightening. Um, all right. Well, that is it for this episode of Quantum Leap and Calvici Fashion Cast. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. I... Where, where can we find you on the internet, you creepy creeperton? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can mostly find me in my apartment um, watching episodes of Parks and Rec uh, for no apparent reason, other than it's a great show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. You can find me uh, stalking awesome. Sean Astin because um, he shows up in weird places. Nice. That's creepy awesome. as well. Awesome. <laughs> 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 All right, anything else you guys got? No. No. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Happy winter solstice. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com and send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast and you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders Podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, he is condemned to do so after death, to witness what he cannot share, but might have shared and turned to happiness. We're barley and barley, avarice and greed. We took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. Specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply threw you out. <laughs> there was the year we evicted the entire orphanage. I remember the little kites all standing in the snowbank. 
We're Marley and Marley, our hearts were painted black. You should have known our evil deeds would put us both in shackles. Captive bound, we're double ironed, exhausted by the weight. As freedom comes from killing laws, oh, prison comes with hate. We're Marley and Marley. Make some friends, the future's up to you. 